Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party fended off seafaring foes and fared a fond farewell to their freshly infamous friends. The queer buccaneers left on the mutt the commandeered pirate ship on which Signana found the leggings of invigoration which could stretch him out in any one direction. A totally useful and normal thing for a pirate to have. The island of the nested rock of Kartos grew closer, and on a night where the sea itself was awash with lights, Cremora and Nim had a deep and meaningful about necromantic tendencies and fizzling hands. But through it all, Kartos's threats to the Blisterwood still played on Nim's mind. of breaking of that tension, but now nah, it was just ums, ahs, and then plot points. Cremora! Cremora! Oh! And she pulls out a eye orb. Hi, Zachary! Oh god, Zachary! Oh god! Who's that next to you? Oh, it's uh, mm. my friend, Signana. Yeah. We've met before. No, we no, haven't! No, we definitely haven't met before. You haven't met... Well, I, le- I leant over, I remember. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you looked different last time. Well, suddenly I wasn't wearing this toga, yes. Uh, I just wanted to call... Yeah, how are you? To say, I'm sorry. What's what's the matter? I went to Dill, and I I saw them, and I stood near them, and they they were about to leave, and then I I couldn't do it. I I can't leave if if something bad is going to happen here. I have to be there for my parents. Even if you get hurt as well? I have a dog. i got to look after my doggy. You can take the dog with you. I can't I have take a dog my too. parents with me. But but, but, but but I've got a new idea. What is it? Okay, okay. It's a really good idea. Whatever happens, and then he gets a pot and he puts it on top of his head, I'm going to fight it. That is a terrible decision. But... No, it's great. Okay, okay. I'm going to okay. save my family. Can you help me be a great adventurer? Sure. The best adventurer. Yeah. We're going to save everyone. Yeah. yeah. Just, mm. you're not going to be saving anyone if you're hurt or you just stay safe, okay? Mm. If you think something dangerous is going to happen, just please mm. don't try to fight that. Just make sure your parents are safe, okay? Okay. Well, if I may interject, say you want to be an adventurer but you're staying at the exact same place you started. I am a grand and famous bard. No adventurer ever stays where they began. If you want to go on an adventure, you have to go away from where you are. That is where the adventure is. Yeah, I remember reading about adventurers. Mm. They go to, like, dangerous places, and they do dangerous things. Yes. Where's a dangerous place, you think? I know a dangerous place. Why don't we take, take suggestions from adventurers? Well, it'd be an adventure to go away from the Blisterwood and then end up at Moonbright. Moonbright. Okay, Uh, I see what you're doing. I'm a kid, but I'm not an idiot. (laughs) Actually, in my experience, adults are normally idiots and kids are really smart. That's fair. So I'm going to go and break into the church now. It's been locked for a couple of days and I think something weird's going on there. Oh, God. Okay. Love you, Cremora. Bye. Ah, Zachary. <laughs> and he all hangs up. Well, that is one dead kid. <laughs> <laughs> At least he wasn't a box child. <laughs>
Led a good life, that free-range children. <laughs> also, did we decide how we were splitting the coin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so I only found 20 gold, and I had to give half of it to the queer buccaneers. So that means there's four for you, and four for you, and four for you, and four for me. Yes, that adds up perfectly fine. Yeah. So sorry, there was 20 gold, you gave half of it to the queer buccaneers, and then you hand out 16 gold. <laughs> this is Jolene in character. <laughs> Nim knows, but she's not mm. going to say anything. So each of you gain four gold, except Jolene, who gains 50 minus 16 plus four gold. Yeah, 38. Thank you for saying that, or someone would send a comment saying it's 38, so yeah. I really appreciate that. Next piece of paper... You wake up in the morning, feeling like P. Diddy, (laughs) and the ship lurches to one side for a while, and then lurches back and dumps back down. Jolene Jolene almost falls out of the prize nest, and she's like, what's going on? Nim was absolutely sleeping in because she's fucking exhausted and is, like, knocked out of bed. (laughs) What? What? Come Nim. up on deck. Nim! She's just yes. hanging on the other side. Nim looks awful. She's got, like, big bags under her eyes. Like, yeah. Something knocked into the ship and it was really big and I think it was an animal help. Right. Nim's gonna run to, the, run to the side of the boat. Rising out of the water is a massive creature. It is black and slippery. And from a hole in its head, it breathes water upwards into the air. Possibly boiling, you're not sure. <laughs> Holy shit, it's gonna try and kill us! I'm gonna call out to it. Hail and well met, friend! Hello, fair traveller! I am Wally. My name's Nim! What are you? I'm a whale of the humped back! Wow. Hey, do you mind swimming alongside the ship for a little while? I like the company. Okay, well, I'll just be up on the bow if you need me. My friends were speared by nasty people. I'm all alone. Ooh. Well, just swim with us for a little while. Yeah. And I'm going to meditate on the whale. So yeah, you're thinking about the whale, and it is a little disrupted, because as the whale like swims to the side of you, it's knocking huge waves into the ship, and I'm making it a really turbulent journey. But eventually you feel like you know what there is to know about Wally. I'm going to get down, run to the side of the ship again and go, Wally? Yes. Stay there. And I'm going to jump off the side of the boat and turn into a whale. Sploosh. You swim away a little and you turn into a whale. And the world is your oyster in that oysters are really fucking small and you're way bigger than them. (laughs) (laughs) You suddenly understand what it is to be a whale, and that is to know that you can destroy everything, but you choose not to. That is the essence of whale. I swim with Wally for a while. Oh, thank you. I'm just a little less lonely now. I better go eat some krill. It was lovely to meet you. Yeah, I should probably get back to my ship. I need to zap the engine. What? (laughs) I didn't understand most of those words. Well, 
Have fun eating. Have fun. Zapping the engine. I won't, but bye. It was nice to meet you. Bye. Bye. I hope your fin gets better. And he swims off. At this point, you realize the end of your flipper is fizzling. Yeah, climb back up the ladder, go to the engine room. <laughs> you zit zit, and once again, you're cast into darkness. Close my eyes. I can show you. I can show you what I am planning if you just open your eyes. You know, Pine Barrow, it doesn't have long. Aren't you just the slightest bit curious what I'm planning? Nim! 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 She opens her eyes. You open your eyes, and you're still in the vision. And this is when you see it now. You're looking out onto the darkness, but spread out on the ground below are sort of the silhouettes of these four-legged things. They're like balls with legs. And you can see silhouettes, and there must be hundreds of them. Turn around. Why don't you turn around? And in that split second, seeing that, she's going to stop zapping. You pulled out of the vision. Yeah. Jolene, Jolene, like, tackles you from the back, and she's ah! like, Nim! <laughs> Sorry, yes, yes. She puts her hand behind her back. How do you talk to kids? Why are you asking me? Of all people, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, um... I don't know if you've noticed, but I lie a lot, and this kid, I'm Why really- I'm, Yeah, 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 Zachary, Zachary. Um, I've kind of done nothing but lie to him, and I kind of don't want that, but also at the same time, I know I can't help myself, and I'm really good at lying, and then every time I think I should probably tell the truth, I realize I've already lied, and it's just like, yeah. How do you talk to kids? I mean, my general strategy is to not talk to them. But, I don't know, the kids in my village, they liked it when I turned into things. Like... Frogs? Yeah. Things with fur. Like Like bears? Yeah. So... I mean, I'm not suggesting you turn into a... I, I know you can't do that, but, like, do something that he likes. I don't know what he likes. Oh, God, no, I'm really terrible at this. What... Maybe ask him. That might be kind of difficult now. He's in the Blisterwood. Oh, jeez. Jolene, you have to get him out of there. I, I know. I tried already. I tried and he wouldn't go. Okay. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. When I'm, like, doing the zap zaps on the ship, sometimes I get, like, spirity visions. Next time, I'll ask one of them to go. And protect him? I don't... Spirity visions? Yeah, it's complicated. Mm. I mean, I can do it right now. Mm. I didn't quite finish. Yeah, and Jolene, Jolene slaps your arm with her hand and then turns around and leaves. You're just going to be like... <sighs> zap the engine again. So are you specifically trying to connect to a spirit? No, that was a lie. I didn't want Jolene to know that I was connected to Kartos. I want to make a deal with Kartos. She's going to leave her eyes open. You appear back in the darkness. You are on the rocky ground once more. You can't see the orbs with legs at the moment. It's just blackness in front of you. Turn around. I turn around. 
as this point that you realize that this whole time you have been standing on a hand. Just one hand, and behind you is this colossal humanoid figure made of rock and with sort of like pulses of air sort of violently whisking around his head. Eyes of fire with smoke trailing out of them and streams running fiercely down his arms. Thank you. Why do you keep calling on the elements? I'm travelling somewhere. Oh? Across the sea. Interesting. Would you like to tell me more? We're sailing across the sea. We want to see the edge of the world. We want to see what lies beyond. You want to see what lies beyond? There's (laughs) nothing but death. You will crash off the side and die. But be my guest. From what I hear, it's no worse than what lies behind us. And I make direct eye contact. (laughs) It's started, you know. It's just started. The Blisterwood is going to be very different when I'm done. There's a family there. There's lots of families there. That I care about. Or someone I care about cares about. Is there any way I could convince you to, like, spare them or just relocate them? To, like, delay their doom. You can destroy them later. Just let them live a bit longer. Are the peasants worth a couple of fingers? My hand? This was a fun thought experiment, Nime. Just a boy. I'm sorry to tell you, I don't act directly in this world. If I'm declaring that zone extinguished, then it will be. Nothing will be spared. And you fall back into the real world. How much of my hand is left? I think, like, effectively function of that hand would be lost. So maybe, like... Past my knuckle bones. Past your knuckle bones. Yeah. You can still give a good thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) We still hit to this podcast. (laughs) Ah, fuck. You are half a day from your destination, and it's starting to appear on the coast. You're starting to be able to see it. It's a fairly large island, but all of it that you can see so far is sand. The beach that's on the coast of it just immediately gives way to a desert. And you're thinking that you're going to reach there soon, and you can just get on to the next bit of this journey when you hear a voice say, Cremora! Cremora, hurry! Zachary? Cremora, I don't know what's happening. I tried to break into the church, but then... And he holds up his hand, and the ends of his fingers are starting to fizzle. It's not just me, it's it's everything. Everything is doing this. Nim! Help. What do I do? Nim! What? Shoves off. Whoa, uh, hi, hi, What's Zachary? going on? Oh my god. Um, uh... You're not a druid, are you? No, they're not druids. I'm not a druid. But you're in Listerwood. Yeah. Uh, Zachary, you need to leave. But I've gotten so far, I'm already in the church. Zachary, you need to leave the church right now. Oh, child. You shouldn't be here. Leader, leader Pip. Mm, I shoved the bottle back at Jolly. 
something sweeps over the orb and it sort of pulls away from Zachary and then turns around to this halfling figure. She has totally lost her arms at this point and her shoulders are fizzing. But you can see sort of streaks of air whipping out. You, uh, got a little something there. Who are you? Me? Why are you talking to this child? Zachary's my friend. Do you think you can stop this? No. Is that what you think? No. Did I say that? Okay, maybe. But I didn't tell Zachary to go inside the church. In fact, I told him to do the opposite. Get far away from the church. Far away from the Blisterwood. That's only delaying the inevitable. Yeah, but it's delaying it. Who are you? Me? Yes. I'm Polly. Why don't you put this orb down and go away, Polly? Why would I go away? (sighs) I have no time for this. Soon, the Blisterwood will be dissolved. Return to nature. How long is that going to take? A few hours, at most. It was just in the background, like, fidgeting anxiously and being like, shit, shit, shit. Do you think you're doing the right thing? It's what Kartos wants. It might not be right by normal standards, but nothing we do is right as people. You're going to listen to some invisible person up in the sky who you've never met and only hear through, like, hearsay? I can feel him within me. Look at all he's done. He gives me the power to wield air and the elements. You're just farting out of your shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) I have no time for this. Polly, let me talk to her. No. No? No. She might... (laughs) She's not going to listen to you. No, you're right. Who's that talking? What do you like to know? And she uh, turns off the orb and she just shoves it in her bag. You go to shove the orb in your bag and you feel something and the orb is glowing bright green and Nim, you feel drawn towards it. Is there a roll I can make? Well, I don't know whether she'd go to it. Okay, then you'd roll like to fight Angel Wisdom to not touch the orb. 11, 12, 13. Okay, you managed to hold back from touching the orb. Can I use my bardic law of spells and magics to ask you one question about it? What the fuck is it and why is it green? <laughs> well, just like once Baramos of the Fourth Circle was channeled through this orb, something beyond this realm is currently occupying this orb once more. That's no longer um, your friend there. That's uh, some other being... She's going to try and break the orb then. She's just going to try to throw it on the ground and try and shatter it. <laughs> I recognise that face. Who's here? Who's here? Nim. Signana. Yeah. All of us are together. Okay. We're all together. Well, this is going to be interesting. Oh, fuck. I should have learnt from last time. Yeah, I was about to say, this is exactly <laughs> what happened last time. You break the orb open and green mist rolls out and over all of you. And you appear somewhere else. You are in this lovely forest. Um, there's sort of a rocky wall with a waterfall rolling down one side. Some butterflies flying around. But when you look out ahead of you, 
you realize it's not really a forest because if you look behind you or to the sides of you, there's stuff blocking you. And, and you're suddenly realizing that this is more like a chamber because it's not really an open forest. And, and looking in front of you, there's a point where the landscape suddenly changes drastically and it becomes rocky and barren and there is horrible walls of broken earth. Can I discern realities to see if we're on the realm of the mortal folk? Twelve. Who is really in control here? <laughs> Looking at the landscape, there are, seem to be two presences that are pulling at each other here. What is about to happen? You realise that the other direction kind of trails off and you feel like this might be a kind of meeting place. So maybe you're about to meet someone. What here is not what it appears to be. You don't think that this is a real forest slash blasted wasteland in a real definable part of the mortal plane. So we haven't you, been teleported. You may have been, but you may be in like a pocket space or something to that effect. Right. And not an actual mappable place on the earth. Out of the other side steps Pip. Wasn't expecting this. Nim, would you like to introduce me? Not really. I pull out a knife. Knife to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Jolene, Jolene, are you really going to attack an unarmed woman? <laughs> <laughs> She's farting out of her shoulders. Of course I am. That's unnatural. Spare me your humor. Why are we all here? I was hoping you could explain that to us. I'd say dramatic plot development, but that's just the bard in me. The world isn't a story. If it was, this would all have some easy ending that you could just go to sleep and be happy with. But instead, it's messy and it's complicated. And yes. sometimes people are going to hurt, get hurt, but it's not the wrong thing. Since when did you condone hurting people? You know, I've never liked people that much. Don't we still have that in common? Well... <laughs> There's a difference between not liking them and wanting to wipe them out of existence. <laughs> there are people I care about now, and you used to be one of them, but you're doing awful things. It's not just people who are going to disappear, you know. It's it's Miss Bank, the River Iris, all the animals and plants and... He promised me that the natural things of this world will stay. They're not, though. I've seen it. What do you mean? I've seen unnatural four-legged creatures walking into Pine Barrow. No, you must be mistaken. Pip, he showed me. What? You're wrong. You couldn't possibly convince me that he's going to make unnatural creatures. What made them so unnatural? What made them more unnatural than the majestic bear owl? They were balls with legs! Balls with legs? Now you just sound ridiculous. And then as she says that, four balls with legs <laughs> emerge from over the sides of the rocky parts of the canyon. And now you see what they are. They are balls of metal with a glowing eye on the front and four spindly legs that run over the terrain with no difficulty. 
They scuttle over. They're large. They're as big as a cart. Pip, those are the things. They're behind barrels. What are they doing here? And they are not focused on you right now. They scuttle over the sides and start trying to get behind you. What do you all do? I'm gonna actually jump onto one of them to end, just like try and ride it. Okay, um, I'm just gonna scuffle up one of the legs and just like sit on the top. Yeah, you sit on one, and that one is probably like the first one in the pack, so it goes past and just disappears. I'm going to stand in one of their way, and then using my leggings of invigoration, <laughs> just widen myself. <laughs> but this is not like I'm some like beefy tank thing it's only one dimension <laughs> your whole face is going <laughs> okay because i, I want to try and ride across the front but like just from the front <laughs> you do that too and you and you too disappear back in the darkness and the other two are still scuttling past when you hear him saying i don't i don't know what to believe anymore what are these and why why did they come from from his side of this place? I don't know, Pip, but it's not. He's not telling you the truth. We've got to go fix this, Nim. You've got to come with me. We're already fixing. You've got to come with me. We can still stop what's happening. What's happening to the Blisterwood? But you've got to come with me now. And she runs through her side, the opposite side, to where the machine's going. So, two of you are just going back on the ship. What do the other two of you do? I look at Kamora. <sighs> we have to destroy the nested rock. But what if we can stop him? I don't. I don't know. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to grab Nim's hand and drag her towards Pit and Kartos. I'll go with it. And so, half the party goes back onto the ship, riding these monsters. <laughs> and the other half go to the Blisterwood. Thanks for listening. Make sure to leave a review, especially on iTunes, and we'd love it if you'd pitch into our- Wait, do you hear someone still talking? Look at me, Singar, look mm-hmm. at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. Not all elves come from swans, I don't know how many more ways I can say this. <laughs> Possibly some may come from pigeons, I don't know, apparently snakes can be turned. No, no. Okay, Signana. Yes? I don't know how to tell you this mm-hmm. in a way that I haven't already, mm-hmm. but every elf except you was just born the normal way, not transformed from a swan. Your experience was, to the best of my knowledge, totally unique. So no wizard has ever tried to polymorph a swan into a... I thought this was a lucrative business. Just ha- elves becoming what? wizards... Where is the profit in this cycle in your mind? Do you sell the elves? What do you, are elves cheaper to flip than swans? Well, it's it's really like because us elves we're better than humans in most other races. I uh, I'm just thinking like the way we contribute to society is more than humans. So there's overall an economic benefit to Sinana. us being there. 
I don't mean to say anything... And not ins- being birds? I don't mean to say anything insensitive, Signana. Mm-hmm. But you have literally never contributed anything to anything in your entire life. I ate dirt. Okay, apart, then, yeah. apart from that, maybe one or two instances where you have specifically helped us, mm. you have done nothing. I stabbed a murder bat with the recorder. Yes. That's a bit of a throwback, though. Yes, one or two of... That's one of the one or two instances mm. where you might have helped us a little mm. bit. I think you are a deeply troubled person. Oh, no, I'm quite fine with who I am. Mm, that's, I think, part of the problem. Okay, Signana. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a use of my bag of books. Okay. And I'm going to get out an anatomy textbook. And I'm going to sit Signana down. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to explain to him very, very carefully and as softly and gently as I can, you know, the owlbears and the bees. Oh, so they just... Yeah. Ah, oh, and then a few years later... No, oh. not not usually a few years, but well, elves longer life cycle. There's a longer gestation period. Um, we we honestly don't actually live that much longer, a decade at most. So it's mm. but still, and they all do that. I mean, not everyone, obviously. Lots of people don't want to, or but like if they want each to... pre-existing elf. Yeah, I frankly like my version better. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I sort of do as well. Mm. It just kind of sounds uncomfortable. It's, yeah, it's not. Oh, wow. So just like the humans. Yeah, exactly. Wow. All that pretense and, oh. I can't believe I just had to witness Scott giving Jared the talk in character. (laughs) Be thankful that I hand wave that. (laughs) Well, the episode is now called The Talk. The Talk. It's not called the Alphas and the The Bees. bees. (laughs) Don't you mean the Bear Owls? The Bear Owls and the the Bees. bees.